Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy Eric Lyons, and this is episode 97 of Electrified. First of all, sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait for two months, and then sorry for the wait again. Like, y'all know how I do. I, I, I like to drop early, but look, man, we had technical difficulties. It was rough. It was rough. But we're here now. I'm here now. I got a good show planned for y'all. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you know that this show is indeed dedicated to George Floyd uh, and the many countless black lives that have been lost to hate crimes such as police brutality. Uh, once again, I'll address that at the end of the show. But right now, look, we're back. We're back. Look, man, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back because you guys know this is something that I, I do consistently. This is something that I, this is the content I provide to you guys. This is something I love to do. This is my life. You guys know this, man. I'm happy to be back. As you see, we got new logos, a new era, man. It's going down. It's definitely going down. It's definitely going down. Um, I'm excited to be back. So let, let's just get right into it. Now, if you look at the docket, it does say that I was going to start off with a LeBron versus Jordan debate. I'm going I'm to keep it real with you, Chief. I don't have that energy anymore. I don't. Look, I really don't care about it anymore because you guys know who I rock with. I rock with the king, man. I rock with the king. I really don't have any words for that anymore. Like Twitter debates, nothing. I really don't. I just don't. Like you guys know how I feel about it. You guys know what my goal is. I'm not debating it anymore. I don't care because, yeah, no. No thanks. So we're going to move right along to something that made me kind of upset during my hiatus. Uh, let's go back. I don't know if it was what month was this? Was it March or April? Let's go back a couple months. Let's say that to the NFL All Decade Team. Now, if you don't know what the NFL All Decade Team is, that was the team that was selected. I think they did what two quarterbacks from each conference, couple receivers, uh, running backs, some linemen, defensive players, etc. And they picked you know the best the best players. Of this last decade of the 2010s And the quarterbacks selected Two quarterbacks selected was Were Tom Brady And Aaron Rodgers Okay So they took Tom Brady from the AFC Aaron Rodgers from the NFC Now you think about it like this Tom Brady was definitely dominating the AFC Not only the AFC East But the AFC Conference alone He won some Super Bowls this past decade Tom Brady has every right to be there now, people felt like Aaron Rodgers did not belong there, and I didn't understand why. And then when they told me who should, I was very upset. Drew Brees, look, I love Drew Brees. I do. I love Drew Brees. I don't have any I don't have any problems with Drew Brees, bro. You guys know I did I do continue to give Drew Brees, Drew Brees flack for the way he finished that NFC title game after the, you know, the Rams situation. I do. I still do. But 
I have no ill will to towards Drew Brees. You know, he's a good guy, family guy. I don't have a problem with Drew Brees. But I do have a problem with Drew Brees when you don't know what y'all talking about. The 2010s, you're telling me Drew Brees was uh, better than Aaron Rodgers? At what? At what? Throwing the ball more? Throwing the ball more. <laughs> that's that's literally all he's done. Throw the ball more. That's why I had so many yards. Because... Because the, uh, the Saints really don't run the ball like that. Even You can ask Alvin Kamara that. You can ask Taysom Hill that. You got to throw the ball. The Saints air it out. So, of course, he's going to have more yards than every damn body because it's all they do is throw the damn ball. One trick pony down there. You know what I mean? Like, the, 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 the Saints offense is one-dimensional. But that's a conversation for another day. But I just didn't understand why... We felt the need to, I mean, why people feel the need to keep sliding Aaron Rodgers' greatness, bro? Is it because he doesn't like his family? Like, look, y'all know sometimes y'all wake up and moms is telling you, hey, do the dishes as soon as you wake up when you already had planned on doing them. Or your dad tell you go mow the lawn when your whole Saturday was about to be dedicated to doing that anyway. You was going to do that anyway because that's how you are. But dad felt the need to, hey, mow the lawn. And then it's just like, hey, man. I feel like cutting y'all off sometimes and taking all my money and running. Hey, hey, if that's why you don't like Aaron Rodgers, y'all know y'all be feeling the same way. That man don't care. Look, man, what he, what's going, what goes on with Aaron Rodgers and his family is his business. And I feel like y'all shouldn't, you know, hold that against him when it comes to the football stuff. Because the boy is the GOAT. Yes. Now, let's, now look, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to have to chop Drew Brees' head off. Because I told y'all. I was gonna cut his head off when I came back. When I saw the when I saw the outcry about the NFL All Decade team, I told y'all I was gonna burn Drew Brees to the ground. I said this. I'm gonna do it right now. Now let's take a look at the numbers, all time numbers over the, you know over the last ten years. Let's look at look at Drew Brees. 345 touchdowns, right? 127 interceptions. Drew Brees has turned the ball over 127 times. 46,770 yards, and he missed the playoffs four times. Zero MVPs. Okay. Let's take a look at Rodgers. 305 touchdowns. Only 63 interceptions. Only. 38,145 times. Two MVPs. Missed the playoffs on an injury year and a down year. Packers, you know, a whole season of, of, of awfulness. So I only missed the playoffs two times. Other than that, he was there. He was there. Uh, now, let's, speaking of playoffs, let's move to the playoffs. Back to Breeze. Let's take a look at his his playoff numbers. Zero Super Bowl appearances. That's This is my thing. The Saints had, didn't even go to the Super Bowl in the 2010s. That was before then. How can Drew Breeze be on the all-decade team without an MVP or a Super Bowl appearance? I... Can somebody help me? What are the what, like like what are the, like what are the requirements f- to you for an all decade quarterback? Seriously, like what 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 makes you believe that Drew Brees is a, was supposed to be on this list? Um, four and five in the playoffs. That's nasty. Twenty one touchdowns, ten interceptions, three thousand uh, three hundred eighteen yards. Let's go to Rodgers. Uh, let's see. Oh, my handwriting was terrible this day. Goodness gracious. Oh, that's a Super Bowl. Uh, one Super Bowl appearance and a dub. Nine and seven in the playoffs. That's that's basically a wild card a wild a wild card berth in the NFC East. Um 
38 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 4,684 yards. I don't know what more do I have to say. I mean, the playoff numbers speak for themselves. The Super Bowl speaks for itself. The two MVPs, it speaks for themselves. The only 63 interceptions speak for themselves. I just didn't understand why you guys, you know, were so upset about it. That's all. That's all it was for me. Like, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't care about it as much anymore. I was just offended. As a Packers fan, as a Rodgers uh, stand, I was offended. I just didn't get why you guys didn't get why he was on the list. I mean, come on now, come on now. Let's let's be real here, guys. Let's be real. Put all your personal animosities and, and stuff aside and, and, and sit down. Not only look at greatness, but look at the numbers. And look, let me tell y'all something. I don't know. Saints fans, you guys might be able to tell me. Carson, you might be able to tell me. But what throw has Drew Brees made that has uh, made you guys put him, you know, as a GOAT? I mean, Drew Brees has astronomical numbers. But if we're talking... Talent-wise, play-wise, I'm going to go watch some Drew Brees film. What jumps out to you? I mean, because Drew Brees can throw the ball, sure. I don't know, though. I ain't never seen Drew Brees dancing around in the pocket. Never seen Drew Brees really, you know. Maybe I can go. Maybe if I go back to his Chargers days, I might see some of that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can name my favorite Aaron Rodgers throws. I can talk about the Miami throw, the MVP year. I can talk about the Dallas throw to uh to Cookie on the sideline. I can talk about the Hail Marys. I can talk about the freak throw he did just past season in Kansas City. I can talk about the freak throw that didn't count because of a penalty in Chicago. I can talk about those throws. I don't know. It's no it's no Drew Brees throws or the, or Drew Brees, you know, highlights that are coming off the top of my head except for that th- that slow ass spin move he did. Which was pure comedy, and I'm, I was surprised he did that. But you guys understand me, man. I just didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Another thing I did not get pertaining to my quarterback. <laughs> Y'all already know where I'm going. Let's go back to draft night, man. Let's go back to the NFL's first ever virtual draft, which was terrible, by the way. Uh, first of all, we had to watch it on ESPN. ESPN hijacked the draft. You know, I watch the drafts on NFL Network. I hate ESPN when it comes to football, anything. I don't like any of their analysts. Um, So not only did that piss me off, but the fact that these players' life stories, like their tragic life stories were displayed after they got drafted. Like, bro, that's not what we're here for. We're here to celebrate. But, of course, you know, somebody gets drafted. It's like, oh, yeah, his third uncle removed from his mom's side was in prison for 15 years. His grandma just died last night. His mom used to be a stripper, but she's here now. Like, dog, we don't need to know all of this today or for real, for real, ever. That's not information that I need to know about a player that's just getting drafted the best day of his life. And y'all telling me all this tragic book. Come on, dog. Come on, ESPN. I, I that's why I don't I don't mess with ESPN when it comes to stuff like that, bro. Like, no, I hate ESPN. I do, I do. It's only like certain shows that I can tolerate. Other than that, I'm NFL Network. I'm I'm listening to I'm I'm watching Rich Eisen. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not really rolling with ESPN like that. But let's go to draft night. Let's go back to draft night. The Green Bay Packers. 
trade up. When they look, you guys know. We can go back and listen to the tape. You guys know that when I was looking at the draft class, all I kept talking about was were the receivers. I told you guys this was going to be the best draft class of receivers, the best crop of receivers since 2001. I said this. And I said I want the Packers to get one of them. I even said I will take DPJ. I said if we can't get one of these big, big names, I would take Donovan Peoples-Jones. And that wasn't even a slight to him. That's just I knew that he would be available because he was a sleeper. He's a Michigan guy. I know who he is because I'm a Michigan fan. I know his work. I know his worth. And I also know he's a sleeper. And I knew he was going to be there multiple times, which he was. But the Green Bay Packers decided to trade up and draft Jordan Love. Now, I'm not going to lie. I would not have even had a problem with this had it been in the third, fourth round. Where Jordan Love would have still been. Hell, maybe the sixth, maybe even the seventh. The point is, I never heard of Jordan Love until draft night. You know what that tells you? That's a problem. I haven't heard of a first round draft pick until the night he was chosen. I watch college football. I know I know things about college football. I knew the majority of the players in the first round. When I say majority, I mean everybody except for him. I knew the majority of the players in the second round. I knew most of the big picks in the third round. I was even familiar with the fourth round draft picks. You know who I didn't know? Jordan Love. Who the hell is Jordan Love? Bro, I was fuming. Fuming. I was filming. I was so like I was actually shaking, bro. I was that upset. I was I was hot, bro. I was hot because I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. You look at how the the Bucks drafted. You can look at how the, the Saints how they drafted. They drafted the way they drafted. It was like okay, we got two quarterbacks on the back half of their career. They are going to be gone any day now, right? We're not thinking about the future, to be, to be completely honest. We're in win-now mode. Win-now mode. We want to win today. We want Brady to get a Super Bowl this season. We want Breeze to get a Super Bowl this season. And they're in the same division. We want them to win now. So we're going to build what we have now and just enhance that. Did the Green Bay Packers decide to do that? Hell no. And But this has been going on for years, though. Since the Ted Thompson McCarthy era. This has been going on for years. Aaron Rodgers has been greatly undervalued in Green Bay for years and disrespected. This isn't new. But I thought, you know, Goot and LaFleur would be different. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. You know, last year, you guys go defense, defense. Okay, cool. The defense had an okay year. Better than years previous. I'll say that. But this year, our problem, offense. This past season, offense. The, the biggest part, receiving core. Because if your name is not Devontae Adams outside of Green Bay, nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who you are. Not many drops. It was, I, I, I'm not lying. I want to say the stat was like over 100 drops 
and I couldn't I couldn't even tell you the amount of yards left on the field this season, this past season. But we got rid of the probably the worst one, Geronimo Allison. Thank God, we'll be seeing him in Detroit. But here's my thing, bro. The point I'm trying to make is the Green Bay Packers were just in the NFC Championship game. Am I wrong? They were one game away from the the Super Bowl this past January, right? So I don't know what thirteen and three Aaron Rodgers goes what twenty six and two four thousand some yards. Wait, am I correct? Oh, excuse me, twenty six and four four thousand two yards. One game away from the Super Bowl. And you guys get the the quote unquote future? Are you serious? Are you serious? Like like I'm not even like joking right now. Are you serious? It's just disrespectful. You traded up to get a quarterback out of Utah State, bro. Utah State. You didn't trade up to get Jake Fromm or Jalen Hurts or you know other other draft picks that you know weren't going to be first round picks. You traded up for Jordan Love. What? How did y'all even find this guy? How did you do this? Look, bro. I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. It's just so disrespectful. Let me go back to my tweets from draft night because I was fuming. I was fuming. Let me see. Bookmarks. Uh, When was draft night? Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is 11.32 p.m. So this was after like a couple minutes, not too long after the pick was made, right? So here we go. You guys ready? So here we are. No, so excuse me. So here we have Aaron Rodgers, who's turning 37 in December. The same Aaron Rodgers who just threw 26 and 4 for 4,002. The Packers made it to the NFC title game with one elite receiver. The window is closing, but this team is on the cusp uh, on the t- of a title run. If your name isn't Tay Adams, I guarantee nobody outside of Green Bay knows who you are. Knows uh <laughs> knows who you are playing wide receiver for the Packers. So instead of grabbing a weapon to improve the this was in all caps, malnourished receiver group, also in all caps, you drafted a quarterback and trade up to do so. I don't like to complain or act like management does uh Bro, I was I was hot because none of this is making sense. I'm reading it back. Does will what? Does will what? Does will what? <laughs> Be apocalyptic, but this right here a massive L. We oh caps. We are in win now mode. Like people who don't believe in climate change, I could care less about our future. That was nuts. Also a bar. Also a double entendre, don't ask me how. Um, This further proves my point about the difference between AR-12 and TB-12. I started preaching right here. Granted, time and management had a rocky relationship towards the end. But since the dawn of the Brady era, you know you're mad when you say dawn. Dawn of the Brady era, he has wanted for nothing. Receivers, gotcha. Championship defense, say less. This franchise has taken 12 for granted, and it's evident. Even some fans don't truly appreciate what we've been blessed with. Well, let's see how the old gunslinger responds this season. Good luck to the rest of the league. 
my quarterback will be playing pissed off all year. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that. I think um, I, I really do feel in my heart. I'm not just saying this to say it, but Aaron Rodgers is going to have an MVP season. He is. He's going to have an MVP. He, he he's going to play pissed off, bro. He's going to play pissed off. He really is. He's 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 going to play pissed off. Um, it's 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 going to be interesting to see though. Uh, so that was like my draft night thing, like my draft night feelings. Like I was really upset. I didn't get it. I felt like not only was the this the wrong decision for for this team, but for this organization as well going into the future. But back to Jordan Love. Let's look at the five, the five, the four quarterbacks who were picked in the first round and their their, their stats in their college, their collegiate career. Joe Barrow. Number one overall pick, 78 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 8,852 uh, 8, yards. Heisman National Champion, Tua, 87 touchdowns, 11 picks, 7,442 yards. National Champ. Justin Herbert, 95 touchdowns, 23 picks, 10,540 yards, 41 yards, excuse me. Jordan Love, 60 touchdowns, 29 picks, 8,600 yards. Now, that doesn't sound bad when I say it like that. Like, it it doesn't look that bad, but when you go look year for year, it's nasty. Freshman year, he went eight and six, eight touchdowns, six picks. Sophomore year was crazy. 32 touchdowns, six picks. But this past season, this this one that we just had, his junior year, 20 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and this is a first-round pick to you? This is a guy you saw and just had to grab the floor? This is what you were impressed with? 17 interceptions, 20 touchdowns? Dog, I had better numbers than that in flag football. Are you serious? That's what you think is a first-round talent? That's what you think should be built around the future? And no, this is not at all like Rodgers and Favre, bro, because Aaron Rodgers was a good good quarterback coming out of college. He wasn't the way he is now. Like, you know, he ain't what we see now. He learned a lot from Favre, but he had that in him already. So he sat and was able to be what he is today. I don't see the same thing for Jordan Love, bro. Jordan Love is a quarterback who just threw 20 touchdowns and 17 interceptions out of Utah State. What do they even do in Utah? Is Utah even real? Has anybody ever actually been to Utah? I've never seen it. Are there people there? Is Utah real? Also... Check on the Dakotas. I don't believe they exist either. But listen, this is my thing, bro. I just don't understand how you can say you were impressed with him with numbers like this. And I, I, I have watched a little bit of tape. Nothing, nothing showed me anything. And they're talking about, oh, we might use him in special packages. Yeah, he, he won't, he won't be here next season. I guarantee he won't be lasting more than two years, bro. He'll be another. In and out back up And they're gonna have to find him again So That's how I felt 
I still feel that way about him. I don't care. But I was pissed draft night. In hindsight, as far as our receiving core goes, it's not that bad. You know, if we can really successfully run the ball and take the pressure, not off of Rodgers, off of them, they just got to get some separation and catch the damn ball. Like I said, we got rid of who I feel like was the weakest link, who was Geronimo Allison. I feel like he was the weakest link. I do. So, you look at outside of Tay, you got a guy I'm very excited about. Alan Lazard, number 13, big Alan Lazard, he's going to have a breakout season this year because Rogers trusts him already, I can tell. He's going to have a hell of a year. So, be on the lookout. Alan Lazard, mark this down, June 1st, I said that Alan Lazard, 10 touchdown season. I don't know how many yards, but it's going to be a 10 touchdown season, 500 plus yards. How about that? 10 touchdowns, 500 plus yards for Alan Lazard. I'm guaranteeing it. It's definitely going to happen. Definitely. 100%. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that's how I felt about that. Oh, outside of that, we, got, we picked up Devin Funches. We still got MVS. We got our tight ends. Look, man. We put Aaron Jones in the slice room for improvement. Power offense, maybe, like I said, I just don't think it's going to be that bad. Um, but yeah, as far as you know, Rogers, Rogers, he he's been playing it cool. He said he talked to talked to Jordan and everything, and he said he was surprised, but he understands the business. He wants to be a Packer forever. But if that's not the case, it's not the case. I mean, you look at guys like Brett Favre, you know where he finished. You look at Tom Brady. You look at Peyton Manning. You can go back and look at uh, Joe Montana. Uh, you know, guys don't always finish where they start. These long, you know, long tenured places, they don't always finish there. And could I see Aaron Rodgers in a different uniform to finish his career? It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. It would hurt me to my soul, to my core. I would, I would really, really, really be sad about that. But hey, man, it, it's the business. And at the end of the day, business is business, bro. It, it's, it's the truth. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, I I, I was I just I just felt the, that you know it is it, it needs to be addressed at how disrespectful that really was to Aaron Rodgers, man. I really don't pe- think people understand how hot I was that night. Um, let's see what we at next, man. What's what's next on the docket, bro? Let's 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 move to something else. What we at? I feel like we got something fun to talk about. Oh no, we don't. No, we do not. No, we do not. That's no, we do not. No, nah, nah. We we want to talk about disrespectful. What <laughs> do you talk about disrespect? Let's talk about this. Uh, this the, the Rooney Rule. We now look. I've addressed the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule before. I have. We talked about the Rooney Rule before and how how it's BS. We have. We've definitely discussed that on the show. But now it's time to have the conversation, <laughs> and then you think about where we are right now as a as a society, as a country. It's the perfect time to have this conversation about the quote unquote enhanced Rooney Rule. Once again, if you're new to the show, or you missed that episode, or you don't know what the Rooney Rule the Rooney Rule is, the Rooney Rule is an NFL policy that requires league teams to interview ethnic. Slash minority candidates for head coaching and senior football ops jobs established in 2003. So basically, it's like affirmative action for football. Uh, yeah, we only have 
a certain amount of black coaches. Three, you got Brian Flores in Miami. Uh, what's my guy out there? Um, Anthony Anthony Lynn out there in L.A. And then Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. You got one black GM in in, in uh, Miami. You got one more minority coach and Ron Rivera in in uh in uh Washington. It's 2020. The league is damn near 80% black, but we have three black coaches, one black GM. It's 2020. It's 2020. It is. You go so now what they're trying to do is this is crazy, man. This is crazy. So here's here's some things, some keynotes from the quote on I'm doing air quotes, you guys can't see me, but enhanced Rooney Rule expansion. Teams are now to require oh guys, guess what? Guess what? Listen. Teams are now required to inter- interview not one, not one, but two. Say it again, two minority candidates for head coaching jobs. Get the hell out of here, bro. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're not we're not gonna have it at there's a one percent chance we'll hire a black guy or or another minority guy, but a two percent chance. Are you serious? That's that's what you got you guys really came out to say that? To say that. What's the Giants head coach name? Rule, right? That's his name? Hold up. Isn't it Rude Jeff Rule? Is it Jeff Rule? Something Rule. I know I'm no I'm not crazy here. Let me see. Matt Rule. Matt Rule, right. Him. That's the Giants head coach, right? That's the guy. Yeah, random Durando, Durando. I, I've ripped him a new one already, but let's go. Let's touch on that for a quick second because this is this is the next thing that that they're going to try to do. All thirty-two clubs to submit comprehensive diversity data with the league to use to track candidates to see who hasn't had a job. Like, bro, you know who hasn't. Like, dog, it's not that hard to see. You know who the black coordinators are who haven't gotten interviews. You know this. And the, and the, the biggest one to me right now, also discussed on here already in previous episodes, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. The Super Bowl winning Chiefs. The best offense in the league Chiefs. That, that, that Kansas City Chiefs. He's the offensive coordinator behind that monster. But he can't even get an interview. They said, bro, you should just go ahead and go back to college. What? Excuse me? People were actually in the media saying this. He should just go ahead and take the job. And go- For what reason? Should he go demote himself to be a head coach of a, a college football team? When he has all of the assets to be an NFL head coach, but he's not, oh, but he's missing one big one. He's not white, so there's that. But Matt Rule, who's never coached a head coach the damn thing in his life, all of a sudden has what it takes to be the head coach of the Giants? Stop. Stop. I guarantee the Giants won't do a damn thing this season. Watch. Watch. They're they not coming out that division. You know that. And then this, this right here was the icing on the damn cake. 
They tabled this one though A plan to incentivize Minority hire with draft picks Bro you, you guys were going to Please Please Oh please hire some more Color And I'll give you draft picks What? What? I can't even believe that that was even a thought bro Once again It's 2020 this sounds like something we would be talking about in the 50s. If guys were, if teams were hiring more black coaches, senior ops will give you draft picks. That sounds, that literally sounds like something that came out of the Jim Crow era. But no, this is 2020. And this is still what we're fighting for in 2020. Once again, the league is damn near 80% black. Yeah, you can run for us. You can go catch you can go catch passes. Oh now you can throw the ball, but not really. But no, you can't you can't you can be a coordinator. You can be a positions coach. But you can't run the team. You can't coach the team. That's it's twenty twenty, bro. It's twenty twenty. Once again, we have two minority offensive coordinators, four minority head coaches, two minority GMs. And damn near 80% of the league is colored. Once again, this is 2020. Um, yeah, but I, I, I just, I just don't get it. You know, the, with the climate that we're in, it's 2020, and this is we still have to talk about this. It's sad. It really is sad. Um, once again, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, now I think we can move on to something a little more lighter. Let's talk about these uniforms, man. Because that was one of the funnest parts about the, these last two months. These NFL uniforms have been interesting, bro. And when I say interesting, I don't mean they all was, was fire. All these uniforms ain't fire. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm here to tell you right now. Some of these uniforms are trash. I'm sorry if it's your team. I'm sorry if you like the uniforms. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have taste. You don't have drip. You don't have swag. All right? Period. Let's talk about this. Let me tell you what. I'm going to go worst to best. I'm going to go worst to first. Let's start off with the Atlanta Falcons. The worst set of new uniforms I've seen. They were trash. They are trash. Um, It looks like... You know, they ruined what they had. The the Falcons uniforms have never been ugly. I've always liked the Falcons uniforms. That's that's one of the reasons I started using them on Madden when I was younger. I like red is my favorite color. I enjoy the basic Falcons uniforms. The all black, the red top, black bottom combination, undefeated. Black bot black top, white bottoms, undefeated. But they chose to go ruin that. Uh, the font looks very childish. It does. It looks. It's. It's. It's giving the girls Madden. What was that company? Tia Born. Like you guys know the basic creative teams from two thousand four, oh five, oh six. Yeah, it's give. It's given. It's given us that. Um, the stripes on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely giving us creative teams. Um. Yeah, they look like an arena team. Granted, they play in a dome, but that's no excuse to go out there looking like that. Trash. Disgusting Basura Garbage If you will Um Yeah I didn't like those at all Moving on Who was next Second worst Now 
I was not upset at these uniforms at first. I know the Brady era is over. And you guys got to move on. It's hard breakup. I know. I know you guys got to gotta go a new, de- a new direction in the new decade. I know this. But I don't think I'm rolling with these uniforms. They're basically an enhanced, um, you know, it's like Color Rush squared uniforms. The enhanced Color Rush uniforms. Uh, looks like they just basically took red and blue tape and and just plopped them right on their shoulder pads. Um, like for all that, they could have went back to like their 1907, 1997 joints, bro. At least they looked like Patriots. Like honestly, if you go Google like 96, 97 Patriots, and you, you know they had the big Patriots logos on the shoulder pads, like it was a different type of blue. Um, like the Drew Brees, I mean not Drew Brees, excuse me, the Drew Bledsoe era type uniforms, like it's a Drew Bledsoe type beat, like yeah, those uniforms, fire, this right here, garbage, 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 garbino, garbushka, like dog, I'm not rolling, I'm not rolling at all, disgusting, yeah bro, nobody asked for that, same thing the Browns did, when they, when they did the color rush thing, I mean granted, now those uniforms are, were tough, but I like the classic uh, Browns uniforms. Now, let's go to the third verse, the Rams. Now, I caught a lot of flack for speaking out against this, and I don't care, bro. And I was planning on getting me a Jalen Ramsey jersey this season. So, thank God they, they went on and did this monstrosity. So, now I can get the jersey I want for cheap because I'm definitely getting the classic joint. Doug. When I saw these uniforms, I just didn't understand what are we doing here? What exactly are we doing here? Like what, bro? And everybody was trying to tell me they were tough. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They grew on me for two seconds. And then I was like, no, this is just because I'm being bullied. No. And then they tried to tell me that the Packers uniforms were ugly. Dog, the Packers uniforms are classics. They're classic uniforms. The the three strip the three the, the three stripes. The helmet Come on dog Come on Don't don't do not do that Don't do that because you're mad At us At me For speaking out Against the damn Rams uniforms And these half of these people Weren't even Rams fans In my mentions dog It was a Jets fan In my mentions I know damn well You're not talking about Nobody's uniforms boy Y'all switched it up And now y'all look like A wreck team Y'all don't even look like Yourselves anymore Y'all look like The New Brunswick Jets Not the New York Jets The New Brunswick Jets the, the Jersey Jets, a wreck team, a parody of yourself. <laughs> Spit on them uniforms. Anyway, and I like black. Usually black uniforms, you look sexy. The Ravens, the Bengals, used to be the Falcons, the Panthers. But those, no. Trash. It's given us wreck. It's given us peewee. It's given us minor league. It's given us flag. <laughs> Disgusting. Moving on. To the Rams, staying on the Rams, dog. This is the most unnecessary of the changes. They did not need new uniforms. Think about it. The Rams already had a plethora of uniforms. You still had your Rams, your St. Louis bag. You still had your throwback bag, and you still had your best, greatest team on turf bag to get in. But y'all choose to go do this. Really? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, come on, dog. They look airbrushed. The jerseys look, the numbers look plastic. They look kitty. The logo is trash. I'm not rolling, bro. 
It's a no from me. They tried to call me a hater, bro. How am I a hater? <clears throat> For speaking my opinion and telling y'all the truth, the uniforms is booty. Trash. Now, these next two uniforms, I gave it a tie. I gave these two a tie. I couldn't rank them ahead of each other because the Browns and Bucks, all they did was correct their mistakes and went back to their classic look. And I'm not mad at that at all because I, as an owner uh, of a of Johnny Manziel jersey, I didn't get that just because I like Manziel because he was out of the league when I bought this jersey. Let me tell you something. I bought this jersey. It was my fr- uh, junior year of college, right? Right. Homecoming was coming up. I wanted a Kaepernick jersey at first. Couldn't find a Kaepernick jersey in time because I think I wanted that the year before. I think, not mistaken, that didn't happen because I wanted a red one. So I'm like, all right, cool. I do want to wear a jersey for this homecoming. All right, bet Johnny Manziel. I went on eBay, found it, outbid the person, got it for like thirty eight bucks. Right, tough jersey. I didn't get it just because I like Manziel. Dog, he didn't. He doesn't even play. I like those Browns uniforms. I even had a couch jersey when I was a kid. Like the Browns jerseys, they just look good to me. Not the new ones, the classic ones. So I was happy they went back to that. And now that my dog Donovan Peoples-Jones plays for them, I want a DPJ jersey. But guess what? I can't because they won't let me put the dash between people and Peoples and Jones. I even DM'd Fantastics, uh, Fanatics about it. Sorry, you can't do that. Shut up. Shut up. So now I'm probably going to have to settle for a Nick Chubb jersey. Damn sure not get no Baker jersey. And you can, you can, ooh, ain't nobody get no goddamn Odell Beckham jersey. I might even settle for Charvis. But no, I like Nick Chubb, so I'll get a Chubb jersey. Because I really do want a brown jersey. I have a brown one, but I do want a white one. Now, like, you know, I, I really just like their classic uniforms, man. I do. But, listen. Listen, the Bucks did the damn thing. The Bucks did the damn thing. We got Brady coming down here. We gotta get the drip. We got a drip. So we're gonna go back to our we're gonna go back to our Super Bowl uniforms, right? But we're gonna add a little flave to them. We're gonna add a little flave. Boy, I know y'all seeing them icy whites. I know y'all seeing them icy whites, boy. Goodness gracious. But like I said, bro, but that classic Bucks look, that two thousands look, that pewter, the pewter pants. Yeah, I said pewter. I know what color they are. The pewter pants and the red top fire. Absolutely. And then they 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 did a little something, a little something extra with the all pewter. I'm rolling, bro. The Bucks did that. The Bucks and the Browns did what needed to be done, bro. They definitely did. I, I enjoyed those uniforms. Now the winner of all of this, I, I don't think it's even close. The Chargers. Bro, the Chargers have like six or seven different sets of uniforms. And my question is, when the hell are y'all wearing all of these? Please tell me. There are 16 games in a season. When are y'all wearing all of these uniforms? Because y'all know Goodell don't let y'all do much. So when y'all going to wear all these uniforms? That's my question. But boy, when I tell you, when I first laid my eyes on that all navy, blue, electric, uh, yellow going down the pants and it. Oh my! Oh my God! Dog, I almost put in an order for an Austin Eckler jersey the same day, but they don't ship until September, so I might as well. Wait. Matter of fact, no, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm getting that jersey this month because I'm getting me a couple jerseys this month. Dog, I need that. You guys know Austin Eckler is my guy. 
He just re-signed with them. That's my fantasy running back. He's short like me. He's light-skinned like me. Bro, Austin Eckler is basically my cousin. Yeah, yeah, I need that. I need that. And Keenan. But I might get a different one for Keenan. Because I can't get two of the same dress. Why, why not, though? That 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 navy blue is the one, bro. I'm so, Like, I know everybody like the powder blues, like that those bright colors, which are all tough. The logo, everything about their uniforms and combinations are tough. But that navy blue... With the with the lightning bolt going down the side, nasty, bro. Just nasty. Like, how dare y'all do that to us? How dare y'all do that to us? Sheesh. Just big drip, bro. No question about it. But yeah, man. I, I that's that's how I've ranked the the uniform. So, so from I think what was it worst? So it was Falcons, Patriots, um, charge no. Yeah, Falcons, Patriots, Rams. Then we go tie between Browns and Bucks, and then the best, the Chargers, bro. That's 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 all I had to go with that one, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, those uniforms are sick. Um, now I can't wait to see all of these uniforms in action. I can't wait to see that, and the way we're going to see that is when the NF the NFL season rolls back around. Okay, the schedule was released, people. The schedule was released. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire schedule, but I will run down. I think I want to run down the primetime games. I wanted to look at the primetime schedule because we do have a lot of games, like good like good things. I've seen a lot of good things about this. Um, I'll, but I, matter of fact, I'll, I'll go into my general, my general mente before I even get that, get to the primetime games. I like my general comments. Uh, let's see what I have. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, bro. Like I said, I said this um, when I was talking about the young quarterbacks. I want to see them matched up. How we saw Brady and Manning matched up, and that's what we're getting. Um, Mahomes, Lamar, Watson, Allen all matched up. Uh, we got Rodgers versus versus Brady three, the tiebreaker. Brady versus Breeze week one, eight division matchups week one. Lamar versus Deshaun week two. Teddy Bridgewater versus Matt Ryan week five. And Rodgers versus Watson, week seven. Yeah. 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 Run that. All right. Let's get into these primetime games. Let's start off with Monday Night Football. I'm not going to run through the whole list. I'm just going to run through the games that I picked. And there's nine games that I picked. Um, Let's see. Starting off with the Titans and Broncos, week one. Week three, we got the Chiefs going to Baltimore. Uh, week five, I'm um, excuse me. Week four, the Falcons go to Lambeau. Week six, the Cardinals will go down to Dallas. Week ten, the Vikings and Bears. Week eleven, the Rams and the Bucks. Gonna explain why. Um, week twelve, Seahawks and Eagles. Week thirteen, the Bills go out to uh, Levi Stadium to play the 49ers. And then week fourteen, we got the Ravens going to see. Cleveland Browns. So those are my my Monday night um, games I picked from this season. Let's start off with the first one. I mean, you know, week one we get to see Locke and Judy, and we get to see if Ryan Tannehill is going to continue what he started last season. Um, you know, so I'm excited about that. Then we get to see um, Lamar and. Uh, come, yeah, Lamar and the boys, man, the Super Bowl champions, bro. Lamar, I mean, wow, wow, wow. I'm sorry about that. No, 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 
the Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes and company versus Lamar and the boys, man. This is this is going to be a good one. This is what I wanted on the schedule, bro. I wanted to see these quarterbacks play each other. I feel like this is going to be a an inner, you know, a, a conference rivalry that isn't a, a division matchup that we should see once every year, maybe twice, you know, in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Then uh, Rogers versus Ryan, that's always fun. Uh, Marion D Hop versus Dak in Lamb, bro. If if Dak is even there, because this contract thing is getting out of, I hey man, we might be looking at Andy Dalton by then. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Um, then we moving on to Cousins versus Big Dick Nick in Chicago. That is something I need to see. I need to see that. I need to see that. Two bag getters like that. Yeah, yeah, I need to see that game. Um, and then, okay, so the Rams and Bucks. I don't know if you guys caught this one. Let me tell you why. Sean McVay, right? He gets another shot at Brady without Bill for the first time since Super Bowl. I don't know about y'all. If I was Sean McVay, I'd be sending a, oof, I'd be sending the, the, the kitchen at Tom Brady. I'd be showing Tom Brady multiple looks. If I was Jared Goff, I would show that, yo, it was Belichick that did this to me. All right, it wasn't the moment. It wasn't Brady on the other side of the field. So McVeigh, this is your chance to show us something, bro. Show me something. Um, and then last, oh yeah. So you got to think. Rematch from Wild Card Weekend with the Seahawks and the Eagles. You know Carson got knocked out got that game. He didn't get to finish that game. Uncle Josh finished that game. So this is a big game, you know. And this is like once again, like this is late in the season. So, yeah, it's a lot could be on the line. And then I wanted to see the Bills defense versus the 49ers defense. And then week 14, Lamar and Burrow. Yeah, can't complain about the Monday night schedule. Now, we don't even know who's going to be commentating these games yet. So, yeah, man. But I'm not – I mean, the Monday night schedule is not bad. Nine out of, the, you know, the, these games, yeah, I'm rolling. Uh, now, let's go ahead and move to Thursday night football. Um, the, the Thursday night kickoff starts with the Chiefs and the Texans, bro. The Super Bowl champs, you know, kick the season off. Thursday night football by way of Sunday night football, NBC. The Texans go and see them boys. That's tough. Week two, I got the Bengals versus the Browns. And then um, not till week six, we got the Chiefs going to play the Bills. Week nine, the Packers at the 49ers again. Uh, week four, I mean, excuse me, week 11, uh, Cardinals versus the Seahawks in Seattle. Week 13, I got the Cowboys Coming to Baltimore And then week 16 Christmas Day on a Friday It's the first Friday game since 2009 by the way Kirk Cousins Cousin Kirk Going back to the dome bro On Christmas morning Now if you remember Christmas was ruined For his family last year Because the Packers beat them Christmas was ruined bro We stole that man's Christmas Stole this Christmas. So you know what he did? Stole the Saints Super Bowl hopes. Oh my. Oh my God. Dog. Kirk wasn't playing that night, bro. He was pissed at the podium. He said, yeah, Christmas wasn't that good, you know. And this is, this is, y'all know who talking, bro? This is Kirk Cousins. Cousin Kirk, the owner of Bank of America, the biggest account in Bank of America. And this is you know, he was upset on Christmas. So what y'all think he gonna do this Christmas? 
He gonna kill somebody. He gonna kill the defense of the Saints, bro. But um, yeah, I'm excited about that because you know we don't really get we don't get Christmas football. It's Christmas basketball if we're having Christmas. Ba- Never mind. Let me go there. Not even go there. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Um, Mahomes versus Watson, Week One, the season opener. Uh, Burrow versus uh Baker one. And then we got Mahomes versus Allen. I'm excited about that, bro. I really am. And then we got the the NFC NFC title game rematch. In San Francisco, why do y'all keep sending us out there, bro? Like, what do you guys have against us that the, the 49ers can't come to Green Bay, bro? Why we got to keep going out there, fam? I'm tired, bro. I do not want to go to the West Coast. But I would like to see Rodgers exercise. If Rodgers can exercise that demon, I tell you, I'm not even going to go there yet. I'm, it's only May. I mean, it's only June. Excuse me. I ain't going to go there yet. All we, do, all we doing is breaking the schedule down. That's all we doing. I'm gonna move on. Um, Dak versus Lamar, and then oh, a big rivalry match on Thanksgiving, bro. The Ravens and Steelers on Thanksgiving night. Yes, sir. Take my money. Take my beer. I don't even drink beer, but I'm a whole one for that game. I don't drink at all, but bro, I'm excited for that. Steelers versus. Hopefully, we can get that rivalry. Like the last couple Steelers Ravens games. Oh no, yes they have. Yes they have. Yes, they had. They was nasty. I remember uh, Mason Rudolph got his face knocked off. That did happen. His, they did have to drill that man's helmet off. I was there for that. That did happen. Yeah, but I do want to see some hard hits. I do want to see Big Ben play. That I do want to see. So, yeah. Oh, and, you know, James Conner going to run that rock. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Um, Then, of course, you know, I said the NFC wildcard rematch. So, yeah, man, the, the Thursday night schedule, you know, I picked eight games. Not that bad. Not that bad. Now let's wrap it up with the Sunday night football schedule. Um, not too many games. Oh, yes, it is seven. All right, so week three, the Packers at Saints. Oh, mm. Ooh. Mm. That's going to be a good one. Week six, the Rams go play the 49ers. Uh, week eight, the Cowboys at Eagles. Week nine, the Saints at uh, they go down to Tampa. Week 12, Bears versus Packers in Green Bay. Week 14, Steelers go up to Buffalo. And then week 15, the 49ers go down to Dallas. Okay, so we got, you know, Rodgers versus Breeze. An NFC matchup, you know, that's always interesting. Then we got the battle of the finesse. The battle of the bags, potentially. If that gets paid, week 8 becomes a battle of the bag, bro. Carson versus Dak. If Dak is even, I mean, if Carson is even available by week eight, because y'all know, y'all know his body. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, then we got an eight, a late NFC North matchup uh, between the Bears and Packers. You know that's that's crucial. And then we got a late AFC matchup. You know, and a late NFC matchup. So it's playoffs maybe on the line. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about the the Sunday night schedule, of course. So yeah, man, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a fun season, bro. If you know, if all you know. All goes as planned as far as, you know, getting back on the field. Fans or not, I, I could care less. I just want to be back on the field, man. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. Um, Which makes me go to my next thing, bro. Sports with no fans. Sports with no fans. Um, You know, currently, we got, I don't watch soccer, but soccer's been going on. I haven't seen anybody complaining about that. I believe that some... Um, you know, some games have been played with crowd noise. I haven't seen anybody complaining, so I guess that's you know it's been going 
cool, but I mean, let's look at the, the things we've seen so far. Like, actually, watch you know outside of soccer, the only two things I've seen you know run with no plans so far. We haven't seen any boxing yet, but WWE and UFC. WWE has been operating, you know, normal, no fans in in Tampa, and the UFC just came back. I was just watching uh, the Woodley match, the Woodley card the other night. But let's look at WWE first. Um, it, it's been dismal, bro, and I'm a, I'm a hardcore WWE fan, and I just haven't had the hunger for it. I haven't really, I, I really haven't been watching. I don't think I've fully watched the shows. I barely watched WrestleMania, and that was trash. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the last time I sat down and watched a full Raw or full SmackDown since all this has happened, bro. Started so Money in the Bank, the Go Home Show. That's the show before, um, the pay per view. Like the week of the pay per view, this was Raw. They brought in a record low 1.686 million viewers. A record low. Um, you know, just people just, bro, we just not interested right now. Like the product isn't that good. You know, AEW's got their stuff going on, and then it's just like, it's no fans, bro. It's just uh, it takes away a lot of excitement. It's not like like that's my thing. Right, other sports, I don't really need fans there, cause I I'm not I'm not there to see the fans. But you think WWE? They put the camera on the fans a lot. I'm speaking from um, existence. Eric was on the Jumbotron and TV. Yes, one of the the best moments. One of the best moments of my life. Because you got look, bro. I've been going to WWE shows since 2004. And 2000, what was that? 19? Was that last year, right? Yeah, I finally get on TV. Yeah, so that was big for me. But look, I just, yeah, it's just trash. But UFC. UFC, their first back, their first night back, UFC 249 sold over. Let me make sure I'm right here. 700,000 pay per view buys with no big star on the card. And that was the first sports, you know, sport uh, event since the outbreak. And Dana was, Dana was satisfied. Even with no crowd, it was good, bro. It still was good. Like, it, it still felt like UFC fight night with, you know, no crowd necessary. It felt good. It felt authentic. And then you can hear the the uh, the interest music clear as day. I hate when I can't hear what these guys are coming out to because that's the best big for me. Because I'm a big music guy, and I would love to know, like, what these guys are coming out to. Like, especially boxing. Like, that's why I really, hey. I, when we get back to scrapping, the real scrapping, I don't want the fans there right now because I want to hear what these guys are coming out to. I swear to God, I feel like only time I hear the music is when it's like a like Mexican guys. I'm sorry, but the mariachi music be hella loud. But like when somebody coming out to like fifty, I can't hear it. So I'm I'm offended by that boxing world. We need to fix that. Let me hear this music, please. <laughs> but um, yo, I'm I'm serious though. Like go watch a Canelo fight. Canelo music be hella loud For no reason But somebody else come out to like Regular music and we can't hear it Somebody need to fix that But um Yeah I was I was cool man I was cool I've been cool with UFC with no fans And, and the presentation they're doing a great job Presenting it you know with the, with the commentary and everything It's It's been normal for me I haven't had a problem with UFC And yeah I was I was pretty cool about that 
But um, yeah. So that's 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 what we've been seeing as far as you know sports with no fans, and you know what we have to watch right now. But as we know, stuff's coming back, bro. Stuff is coming back. Okay, and when I say stuff, I mean the NBA and the NHL are back, bro. They are back. Like they're really back. Like it's it's, it's here. Like they're they're on the way. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the MLB. I don't know what's happening with the MLB. I don't. But um, what I do know is, yeah, we're back. The NBA is July thirty first. And the NHL is back soon, so it's it's going to be good. Now, the thing is, who is better equipped for a return? Because I feel like, because when I was when I first started prepping for this, I we didn't have a date for the NBA yet, and we really didn't have a plan. So, I don't know, man. I just feel like that the NHL has done a better job preparing for this. I feel like since we've been shut down, I think the NHL has been preparing for this moment. I don't think I can say the same thing for the NBA. I feel like the NBA really didn't know, you know, how how to move with this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think they knew how to move with this, bro. I, I just don't think they knew how to, you know... Cause you look. Let's just look at the NHL's return and how they're planning on coming back. Um, excuse me. All right. So here's how they're going to do it. This is phase one, right? Phase one started March 12th. You know, teams were following isolation. We're in phase two now. This is early June. Teams will be permitted to return to home facilities for small group voluntary. And on and on and off ice training, phase three, uh, no earlier than the first half of July. Formal training camps will begin after guidance from medical and uh, civil authorities, and then phase four is to be determined. Twenty-four teams in two hub cities will compete for the Stanley Cup. So they're going to narrow it down to two cities in the east. In the West, basically, are going to be in two different cities playing until you know the teams meet in the finals. So here's how it's rolling with the playoffs. Um, so we're going to have the playoff format. We're going to have the round robin. The top four seeded teams right now are going to play for um, you know first round seeding, and then a qualifying round. The remaining eight teams will play a best of five to advance to the first round, and then the first and second round seeding uh, seeding versus bracket, and then the Stanley Cup Finals a best of seven, man. So the hub cities will be selected. Uh, each city, each uh, each conference is assigned to a city, secured hotels, uh, arena, and pre. Excuse me, bro. My my handwriting is, is trash, bro. And practice uh, limited to fifty personnel. And then, if you're interested, I, th- I really think this is interesting. I'm going to be watching. You guys know I like hockey playoffs. I love the, the, the Stanley Cup uh, finals and everything. And I get to be a Penguins fan during this time. So, yeah. Um, so, the East City one, uh, we got the, the Bruins, the, the Lightning, the Caps, and the Flyers, the top four. And then the best of five quali- the qualifiers, we got the Penguins versus the, the Montreal Canadiens. And we got the... Um, Carolina Canes versus the Rangers. Then we got the Islanders versus the Panthers. 
the uh, Maple Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. And then in the West, top four, we got the Blues, the Avalanche, the, the Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. And then for the qualifiers, we got the Oilers versus the Blackhawks, the Predators versus the Coyotes, the, um, the Canucks versus the Wild. And then finally, we got the Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. So that's how they're rolling, bro. I, I like that. It seems like you know they were confident. We're going straight back to the. We're going straight to the playoffs. We know how we're going to handle you know the, the separation of everything. Yeah, bro, I, I was rolling with that. Um, then the NBA. Look, let's look at the current you know standings in NBA because I think we're going straight to the playoffs. But let's look at the East: the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Pacers, Sixers, Nets, Magic. That's the top eight. West, we got the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, OKC, the Rockets, the Mavs, and the Grizzlies. This is the NBA's original proposal. I don't know what the, the vibes are now. Once again, everything is on the wraps, really. The top 20 teams put in five tiers by record. One team from each tier randomly draws opponents I mean, into groups. Teams play twice versus each. No, no, no. No, just go straight to the playoffs with your with your current playoff teams, and let's just, bro. We might as well go ahead and do like a March Madness type dog, just one and done. This this how I feel. Straight to playoffs, Sweet Sixteen style, style, bro. One and done until we get to the finals. The finals can be best of seven because there's no need to really draw this out. Like, given the circumstance, I'm not I'm not saying. That I don't want it to last, but okay. But if we're coming back June thirty first, when do you want the next season to start? If you want the next season to start on Christmas Day, which I think, then you might want to have this one wrapped up by September, uh, early October. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. This is gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to do because the next season is gonna be short. So I don't know. And this, I hope that if next season is short. This will keep. We can keep the NBA league shortened like this. That's just me though. But um, yeah, man. Just, just don't, don't. There's no need to overcomplicate this, man. Just keep it as simple as possible. That's all I'm saying. Just keep it as simple as possible. I don't think there's no need to overcomplicate this entire situation, man. Just keep it as simple as possible. Let's let's get back. Let's get back. But um, I think that's all I got for you guys, man. I think that's it. I think that is it. Um, with that being said, give me a minute, bro. Alright. I have had a a range of emotions this past week. Um Sadness To now like Anger More anger Than sadness Not even disbelief Just like Wow Like Shock And It 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 pains me That I even have to do this Like really talk about this stuff Um I didn't I had no notes prepared for this. this is This is off the head Off the heart bro This is just what I've been feeling Um I've gotten the heated debates with my friends. Um, 
Twitter. You know, I've tried to stay away from social media, but just it's like you can't look away. Um, I'm tw- I'm 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 turning 22 years old in August, right? I turned 15 the summer that George Zimmerman walked free after murdering Trayvon Martin. So it's been seven years since then. And in seven years, I've seen <laughs> Mike Brown, Philando Castile, Sandra Bland, uh, Eric Garner. I, the list of names, it, it goes on and on. Like, those, that was literally not even a scratch of the surface. That I've seen black people murdered. For no good reason. For but for being black. And I've seen their murderers walk free. And this is like every time this happens, it's the same situation. Just a different name, different city. And this is where we are in twenty twenty. This is going been going on for years though. Years before me, years before you. And it it just doesn't seem like there's ever going to be an end to it. And it's honestly draining, man. It's draining, bro. It's draining. People are dying because of the color of their skin. And people are getting away with it. And you look, you look at what the country is. The country's on fire right now. The country's on fire right now. And I really feel like if you... Aren't black And You don't really get to speak on How people feel about this You know how how people react to this I mean you guys You know people can say What about peaceful protesting You know what about that What about when Kaepernick took a knee Right What about those peaceful protests You didn't like that either So now people wilding out Bro it's just like what what like what what are you happy with? Because nothing works. This isn't going to work, but at least it's getting attention. Like, if if this is what they have to do to get the attention, okay, so be it. Now, has all of these demonstrations started this way? No. Because nine times out of ten, the guys who are supposed to be protecting and serving are the one who are starting this. And then we got. We know that it's some outside stuff going on People really inciting and stuff Who aren't black And who really aren't out there for the cause I have seen that with the looting and everything Yeah, I have seen that But In its totality, bro I've seen a lot of police brutality At police brutality protests People getting shot in the face All colors Not just black Everybody Shot in the face with so-called rubber bullets. They might as well be real. Um, officers using their cars to run people over. People getting taken out of their cars. People basically getting kidnapped by police because nobody knows where they're going. The police precincts don't tell you where they are. But this is where we are in 2020. And it really pains me to see this, bro. Over and over and over and over again. And a president 
who basically encouraged people to go out and shoot other people. This is where we are, bro. This is where we are. Um, you know, I, 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 I can't even articulate how I'm feeling. You know, I've cried. Uh, I, I just don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. Um, you know, black men, black women, are being targeted for being that and black. And and, and and here's my thing When it comes to time like this I, I, Everybody wants to But what about us What about this What about this situation Why don't we do this for that Go do it yourself If you feel so strongly Or you feel like your people Should feel so strongly about it Go do it yourself But right now Black people are dying Right now Black people's murders are being Everywhere on social media Right now Black people are being harassed by the police so that's why when, when, when they try to do that whole POC black and brown, I don't roll with that. I'm sorry, man. I am. Because I just really feel like when it comes to black people, nobody rolls as hard for us as us. Now, I commend everybody else who really, 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 really rides. I do. But it's hard to do that. When there's just so much going on You know Um, All I can say man is Do your part bro Whether it's donating, protesting Or you know using your platform To to, to bring awareness to this stuff Um, I'm sure I had more to say But we're already at hour 12 And I don't want to really you know run, run this into the ground But it's senseless What's happening to us It's senseless It makes no sense Makes no sense. <sighs> um, I, I really don't know what to say. I, I know yesterday I got a lot of this off my chest because I did get into it with my, one of my friends about this. I We had a heated debate on Xbox. You know, it's just talk. And, you know, I so I blew off a lot of steam yesterday. So right now this is I'm just depleted, bro. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. You know, but um, yeah, man. Um, that's all I got, bro. Uh, this is the first episode back, man. Episode ninety-seven. June is here. The boy is back. Shout out to Stadium Scene 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 TV for holding me down. Um, I'm back next next Monday for um episode ninety-seven. I mean, excuse me, episode ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-eight birth year. Um. Shout out to the listeners, supporters, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, bro. I really do. Once again, rest in peace to George Floyd, man. And for the 97th time, I'm Eric Lyons. You have just been electrified.